I read an article the other day in the Daily Egyptian about a group of folks still playing basketball, even though their hair is gray or gone, and they have the lines and wrinkles of older age. The group of players, including 80-year-old Roland Person, plays twice, sometimes three times a week, at the SIU Student Recreation Center. Okay, I'm ready. I got Nick! I saw, I saw, I got all we got to pick up the pace, all right? I got the next game. Roland, a Library Affairs Emeritus, first started playing pickup games in the early 1970s at the SAU Arena and remembers that the games became a movable feast, first moving from the SIU Arena to Davies Gym, then the Pulliam Hall Gym, and finally to the Student Recreation Center when it opened in 1977. These days, the group runs anywhere from 15 to 20 players and ranges from those who love basketball and are looking for a little exercise to those looking for a little competition after playing high school and college basketball. When I read the Daily Egyptian article, it was as if I had entered a time loop that took me back to my early years in SIU's English department. When I came to SIU in 1969, I looked for an opportunity to participate in some pickup basketball games after spending much of my life after high school playing in recreation and industrial basketball leagues in Pittsburgh. When I found out that there were noon games at the SRA Arena, I loaded up my duffel bag with my basketball gear and headed over. These days, rec center basketball is competitive, but it's friendly competition for the most part. Gregory Wentz, a video producer at SIU's Center for Teaching Excellence, who loves the competition, points out that players call their own fouls and focus on passing the ball to give everyone equal opportunities. He added there are enough players for substitutes, and if there are more than three substitutes, they play to five points and make new teams so that everyone gets a chance to play. The games at the SAU Arena that I remember in the early 1970s seemed far less friendly and far more physical than today's rec center games. Before games started, we shot fouls. The first 10 players to make a foul shot played that day, and there was no substituting. The first five to make a shot were on one team. The second five played on the other team. We also called our own fouls, but only the most blatant. Hey, come on. Let's go. Oh! Oh! Hey, 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 that was not a foul. Got... Ah! Ah! Stay here, stay here, stay here. Check ball, check ball. Are you? Ball. Respect the call. Here we go, here we go. That was not a foul! No, 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 Usually, if you were fouled, instead of calling the foul, you waited for an opportunity to return the favor. At 5'9", I'd played basketball on the outside, so I was able to avoid most of the banging and elbowing that was going on and inside, mostly from those who played college ball and were trying to prove that they could dominate our pickup games. Occasionally, if I saw an opening, I'd drive to the basket, but mostly I moved the ball around and looked for an opportunity to take a jump shot. Unfortunately, it was one of those drives that ended my days playing basketball at the SAU Arena. When I drove to the basket, someone leaped over me, and in trying to block the layup, landed on my big toe. For the next few days, I watched the nail on my big toe turn black. The toe hurt, but I thought the worst that could happen was that I'd lose the nail. But that wasn't the worst that happened. After I finished teaching my graduate seminar, 
I could barely get up from my chair. I struggled to my office and discovered that I had a red line running from my big toe to my groin. My wife Anita rushed me to the emergency room where I was told that I had blood poisoning. They punctured and drained the nail and put me on antibiotics. While I was recovering from the blood poisoning, Anita, gently but firmly, told me that I should leave those pickup games to the big boys before they carried me off the court. So I put my duffel bag away and decided that I'd stick to jogging and softball. I soon discovered that the loneliness of the long-distance runner and the center fielder suited me far better and was easier on my toes. This is Pete Peterson for WSIU Radio. Mommy!